Shalom, and welcome to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul, your Biblical Hebrew podcast. Shalom, and welcome to our Biblical Hebrew podcast. Today, I wish to speak about the apple. Today is Sunday, Sunday morning in the land of Israel, and in this evening, people around the world with Hebrew tradition will celebrate the beginning of the new year. In the Hebrew tradition, we celebrate the birth of Adam and Eve every autumn. The date which we celebrate the birth of the new year is the first or Aleph, because in Hebrew we don't count the dates in numbers but in letters. So the day we celebrate the beginning of the new year is Aleph Betishrei. Tishrei is the name of the seventh month from spring. Tishrei. Tishrei, and the first of Tishrei, Aleph Betishrei, is the beginning of the new Hebrew year. Usually, or according to the tradition, we celebrate the beginning of the new year in two days. Aleph, first, and Bet, second, of Tishrei. Why? The first word that starts the Bible in Hebrew is Bereshit. Bereshit is written in six letters. Bet, Resh, Aleph, Shin, Yod, Tav. From this word Bereshit, which contains six letters, we can make 720 combinations. Few of them we have already mentioned in our conversation. Now we shall meet a new combination. One combination we can create from those six letters is the following. Bereshit, we can divide into two words. One of them is Tishrei, the seventh month, Tav, Shin, Resh, Yod, are four letters, and Aleph and Bet, first and second. In other words, the word Bereshit, in English, is translated to in the beginning. Bereshit starts at, according to the hints of the letters, at Aleph and Bet, the first and the second of Tishrei. This is the hints that the sages found in the Hebrew letters of celebrating Rosh Hashanah in first and second of Tishrei. 
Why do we celebrate Rosh Hashanah? Usually in the feast that we have in the evening of Rosh Hashanah, we dip an apple in honey. We dip again an apple in honey and we say a blessing that this year shall be sweet. What is the meaning of apple? In English we say, or in German, apfel, in English, apple. But in Hebrew, apple is tapuach. Tapuach. The meaning of the roots of the word Tapuach is puffed, puffed, like the root letters that we find in the Bible when God blows in Adam's nostrils the spirit of life. The verse says, Vayib. Pach be'apav, pach tapuach. When we usually blow air outside of our mouth, it sounds like the sound of u. If we blow a candle, or if the winds blow outside, the sounds of blow is. So, tapuach. In Hebrew, gives you a sense or the essence of the fruit, tapuach, puffed. I once read that uh, in Christian tradition, uh, the apple considered to be the fruit of tree of the knowledge. In the Bible, or in the Zohar, the book of Zohar, usually the apple. It's Hatapuach, considered to be the tree of life. An evidence for this thinking we find in the Song of Solomon 2.3. The verse says the following, Ketapuach be'atze haya'ar, like an apple in the trees of the forest, ken dodi Ben Habanim. Like that is my uncle among the sons. What does it mean? Like an apple among the trees of the forest. Imagine that we now walk in a very green, dark forest. Everything is green, but dark green. Almost no sun can come in, and we walk and we walk, and, and the forest is very thick, and suddenly we spot an apple tree. Why? Because the fruit, the apple, tapuach, is puffed entity with a bit of red and green and yellow, and our eyes can spot the apple tree because the whole 
forest is very dark green, but suddenly these those colors and this puffness catches catches our eyes, and suddenly everything becomes a background, and we attracted our eyes are attracted to the apple tree. The English translate the uncle as the beloved one. But as we explained before, my uncle is the divinity. So what this verse wants to say, if we would translate this verse on a romantic plane that happens between male and female, it's in a way a place or a hall which the girl notices her beloved one and suddenly she doesn't see anything but him. Everything becomes a background. People becomes bubble. Everything becomes blur. And the only vitality she sees is her beloved one. Like we see in a movie when there is a meeting between the lovers, everything comes blur. The sounds of bottle, the sounds of drink, people are chatting in the background. Everything is not important. The only core that we see is the relation between the beloved ones. This is in a plane of romantic relation. And this is a little example. But the verse tries to tell us a deeper reality, which is beyond romantic plane. The verse tries to tell us that whenever we spot a vitality in something, it's like we spot the apple tree in the forest or in the wood. All reality for us is a big jungle, is a dark wood, many forests. And suddenly, in this reality, something attracts our mind. Something attracts our heart, and this is the apple tree, not in a physical manner, but we spot in reality something that there is the blow of life in it, and it attracts us. Because we feel, sometimes we go, give you an example, not in a romantic play. But there is a library, there are many books. We browse and suddenly we put our hand somewhere. Do we choose the book? Or the book chooses us? There are many books in the library or in a bookshop. But one book will catch our intention and we shall open it and read it in a certain place in a certain page, in a certain content. So we choose the book or the book chooses us. So in this moment, this special book is like the apple tree. There is a blow of life in it that everything becomes a background. We don't care about the librarian. We don't care about people who stand in, in a bookshop and sort the books. Nothing matters only our eyes or what is happening inside of us and the text there is a meeting there is a conversation 
and nothing else matter. And so continues the verse and says, This is my uncle, is like an apple tree among the, the sons. In Hebrew, son is ben. Ben. Ben comes from Havana, understanding. Our human understanding are, are valid for a few moments. We understand something now, the next morning we understand something else, and then we continue, and then this is our human understanding. But what the verse wants to say is we can spot the divinity among all others' understanding. Like we notice this apple tree, like we notice this blow of life in the apple tree, we can notice the divinity among other things, among our material understanding. And so continues the verse and says, In its shadow, in the shadow of the apple tree, I liked it and I sat under it. And so says the verse, And its fruit is sweet to my palate. We shall explain this other half. The verse tells us interesting story that once we feel a blow of life from a person, from a book, we like this shadow because this shadow that comes from a blow of life is protecting us from the daily burning, consuming sun. So once we feel a blow of life from a person or from a tree, we like the shadow, the chill, the cool feeling that this book or this person grants us. And we like this feeling and we sit down under his chaise because we feel protected from this son of the tree of knowledge that consuming us. First we feel protected, secondary we feel connected to the tree of life. Another aspect is that the verse mentioned that the fruit of the apple tree is sweet to the palate. It's not like it is translated here to the taste, but to the palate. Palate in Hebrew is chech. Chech. My palate, chiki. Meaning, and now we don't speak about a physical sweetness that we feel in our mouth. It means that the fruit, the consequences of relating to the tree of life is sweet to the wisdom, the taste, the sweetness that we feel 
from the relation to the tree of life is sweet to the palate. Palate in Hebrew is chich, two letters, chet and kaf. Eight, chet is eight and kaf is twenty. Chich in Hebrew palate is twenty-eight. So the relation to the tree of life is sweet to the potential that we have. Because 28 is not just palate, if we opposite a letter, is koach. Koach is not just power, it's also the potential. When we sit under the shadow of the tree of life and connected to its fruit, we feel the sweetness that comes with it because it nourishes all our potential, all what we can be, all what we can dream of. This is why the relation to the tree of life is sweet. Yesterday I was speaking to a friend from a kibbutz and I mentioned this verse and she said, in the land of Israel, there was not any apple tree. So people who come from agronomical knowledge or agricultural knowledge, they say they, they search the country, they opposite here every stone, and they say that there is no evidence that there was an apple tree here before the renewal of life here 100 years ago, 150 years ago. There was no apple tree here. They prove it. And I told her, you see, it's very interesting. If there was no apple tree here, and King Solomon wrote the Song of Songs or the Song of Solomon, where does he take this image of the apple tree? So in a way, King Solomon does not speak about material reality. King Solomon speaks in the language of images. So in a way, if we want to be little-minded, we can say, hmm, King Solomon was sitting here in the land. Most of the time it's very hot, it's very sunny. Where did he take this image of this apple tree? The apple tree grow, grows in a cold climate, like in a European climate. Where did he take this image? Because in our mind, at the back of our mind, there is a remembrance of the essence of the apple tree. We can borrow those images. We can see it in the Sahara Desert. A person can sit in the Sahara Desert and have this image of the apple tree, though in the Sahara Desert there aren't any apple trees. So, in a way, this is a very good example how the Bible in, speaks in images. The Bible is not a material book. It's not a manual for agriculture. It's not a manual for laws. It's not a book of laws. It's not a book of geography. It, this is a very good example how the Bible speaks 
in another level, in another plane, in another dimension. This is why it is so important to read the Bible and to ascend the words up to their spiritual root. And this is what the sages of the Zohar, the book of Zohar do in older conversations, in older discussions, in the voyages, in the walks, in the fields or in the forest or in the cities or in next to caves. They always converse and they take verses from the Bible and ascend them to their spiritual root. This is why the book of Zohar is very important to us. So, to summarize this conversation, which is a bit special, we can say the following. Today, the Hebrew tradition will celebrate the birth of Adam and Eve, the first two people that had a connection to the higher. And in this evening, we, we dip an apple in honey to symbolize the reality in which the connection to the tree of life is sweet, is pleasant. There is another symbolic meaning in this act. In the conversation of milk and honey, we said that the milk is the potential and the honey is the development. And people might ask, but you said that the honey is development, so we, we dip the tree in a way of life, in the development, in the sweetness of the development. And I would say, yes, the main thing is the tree of life, is the blow of life, is the spirit. And a bit of honey, a bit of development, a bit of multiplicity, not too much. Too much honey is not good for us. We shall, If we eat too much honey, the body will puke it. It, it will be no good for us. So... In this conversation, we rose many, many, many topics together. I hope it's not too condensed. And if it's too condensed, you can listen to it part by part to digest it. So this was our little conversation about the apple tree, about the blow of life, about romantic relation, about spiritual relation, and about honey. So... We wish you Shana Tova, good year, Shana Tova Umetuka, good sweet year, and miraculous year. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear more about a certain topic, just write us an email to Hebrew at learnoutlife.com. We are always happy to hear from you. For more episodes, videos, and articles like this, please visit our website at hebrew.learnoutlife.com. We also would like to invite you to join our live classes. Just search for Online College of Biblical Hebrew on Facebook and start learning now with students from all over the world. Kultuv and Shalom.